Oops. Having ascended into heaven, having the bowels of mercy, being filled with compassion towards the children of men, standing betwixt them and justice, having broken the bands of death, taken upon himself their iniquity and their transgressions, having redeemed them and satisfied the demands of justice. Mosiah 15, 9. This is the Oakland San Francisco Clarion Call. Welcome everyone to our P-Day podcast. I'm Elder Christopherson. I'm Elder Pugh. And today we have a special guest star. Would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Stas Allen. I'm the ward mission leader of These Two Fools, also known as Missionaries. (laughs) (laughs) And we're very honored to have you um, on our little podcast today. Happy to be here. It's a good good distraction. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Speaking of which... Um, the quarantine continues, and day by day, every single day, it looks the same. It, there's always this repeated routine of waking up, eating, and just doing whatever to pass the time. And to a lot of individuals, it's absolutely just tearing them apart. Yeah, it's pretty bad for me and my friends. I mean, we have... We have finals going on right now, but as far as difficulty goes, these finals aren't necessarily harder than the ones that we've had in the past. Uh, moreover, they're just, they're, it's an alternative teaching method. So our finals are all online. There's, the stakes are the same, but they don't feel as high. So we don't pressure ourselves to perform as as well as we, we used to or as well as we can. Uh, so what do we do in the spare time instead of studying? Well, we're at home, so psychologically we're in the home mindset and we're just watching YouTube videos. <laughs> so, or Netflix, whatever, whatever your poison may be. Whatever floats your boat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that does make things a little bit more difficult to do. And I'd say some days we as missionaries sometimes get into that home mindset where we don't feel as like inspired to go out and to do missionary work some days, mainly because we're stuck at home. We don't know what to do. We're just caught in this never ending loop of just idleness and we don't know what to do sometimes. I find it interesting that you mentioned that. I mean, what dif- what differentiates you in your current position from you six months ago or two years ago, whatever the case may be in your in, in your instance? I would personally say that what makes it different for us is that we have a, well, our lives are a little bit more different than everybody else's. We don't have the full luxuries, as you may call it. <laughs> sure, yeah, I've seen your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, um, I would say that we are we are still the same people, but our motives are different. We have a different mission than other people. No pun intended, right? No pun intended. <laughs> but we are here to teach others. And if we're just continuing to be idle, that's, that's completely on us. Right, but now it's more or less mandated, don't you think? 
that's an interesting question. So can you blame the idleness on your own faculties or is that more over a case of, you know, legality, you know? Right, yeah, because we're forced to, to stay indoors all day and, and there's a lot less work to do uh, because of that. I mean, most of the time missionaries fill their time with tracting, knocking doors and stuff and mm -hmm. uh, visiting people. Yeah, which is like a complete 180 of what we're all currently doing right now, stuck at home, um, just studying for the majority of the day, trying to call up members and non-members alike and see how they're all doing and teach lessons that way. But there's just that human connection that is missing sometimes. Absolutely, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, however, I I like to look at the silver lining of things. Or I, I try to, my mom would beg to differ. Um, <laughs> But, so, I served, I served in Europe, which is a completely different mindset in terms of the people have a different mindset than Americans do, or, I mean, Northern, North Americans or, or South Americans do, or, or those in the Asian or African countries. Europeans are very closed off. So that human connection, um, I'm not going to say it wasn't there when I served my mission. It's just, it was a lot more volatile than... Um, you know, than here in America, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've gone on splits with missionaries prior to serving my own mission. I, I noticed the difference. Um, so, you know, saying that that human connection is gone, I can, I can understand that. Uh, in some cases though, look again, trying to look at the silver lining, this is a sort of reset button, right? So now we have to, we are now obligated to take an inward look into the way we do missionary work, the way we have done missionary work, and the way we should be doing missionary work, not only given the current circumstance, but for the future as well. Look at these podcasts, right? I mean, you guys aren't giving yourselves enough credit. A lot of, uh, I've, you know, I, this is nothing against other missionaries. I think this is perfect. Use your talents. That's the whole reason you're called to serve in your various fields or assigned to serve in your various fields um, is because of the talents that you're given. So if you are a singer and you post videos of you singing, you're playing an instrument, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. However, you know, market, you know, me being a business major is kind of like my brain is poisoned. So all, all of my, all of those gospel <laughs> terms that were once in my head less than a year ago are now polluted with business terms, right? So now the market is saturated with musics, with musical numbers and interpretations of hymns and whatnot. Um, but this podcast thing is a very novel idea. It's, I have not seen missionaries do this before. And in a society, I mean, look at the Joe Rogan podcast, right? That's blown up in the last three years. The, um, there's a Navy SEAL, uh, man, let me, let me remember, let me remember his name. Uh, Regardless, so there, there are many Navy SEALs that do podcasts. There are talk show hosts that do podcasts now. Right? I heard that some of the, I think Stone Cold Steve Austin, the WWE wrestler, yeah. is also doing a podcast. Well, yeah, exactly my point. So podcasts are the, are the thing. And so if we're, if we're trying to, you know, if we're, we're talking about missionary work, we're, we're hip. We're hip. We, we, use, we use social media now. I hope so. Uh, I hope so, yeah. Wiki, wiki word. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so it, missionaries have always had this mindset. We've always been, I mean, for instance, I entered the mission and for the first transfer of my mission, we had those old flip phones. Mm -hmm. And I was, that my first transfer was in 2017. Flip phones, that's a 90s thing. That's an early 2000s thing. Yeah. You know, that that we, we've had smartphones for 
over a decade now. Why haven't we? And then, and then we finally got smartphones. Like, to be to be honest, right? Like to mm-hmm. you know to give <laughs> to give it some credit. But why why did it take us so long, right? So I don't think that we should be putting this handicap on ourselves as missionaries to prevent us from doing quote unquote hip missionary work. What's wrong with What's wrong with going out on the street and playing a game of pickup basketball, right? What's wrong with, um, you know, playing a game of, like, magic? I don't know. That's not my deal, but for right. some people it is. What's wrong with doing a podcast, right? If it helps people, if, it, if it's a good outreach tool, especially now. You guys literally cannot go door-to-door. So this is your best, this is yeah. Your best yeah, tool. Yeah, this really is. Um, oh, yeah, I think yeah. people should think outside the box. I think that, that helps a lot. And, uh, you know, that's that's part of the gospel is thinking outside the box. I look at uh, Jared, the brother of Jared, when he was asked by God to figure out how to find a, sor- a, a source of light for the boats that he had. God told him, go and figure it out. Think outside the box. And, uh, you know, I think that's a, that's a gospel principle for us as well. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. I mean, who would think in modern times to tell God, hey, can you, like, touch these rocks and they blow. That's like that's not really you know. It's ridiculous, but we do have to get outside the box, outside of our comfort zones, even. Exactly. To do to do the things that the Lord would have us do. Yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what faith is, right? You know, it's like God tells us to take actions, and and we have to have faith that He's gonna you know make up the rest, and then He will. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially during this time, where faith to have this whole thing eventually blow over because we all know that this is going to be temporary unless this is the apocalypse and we're all this is all going to go downhill which i severely doubt um i honestly believe that this whole corona pandemic will eventually wash away it'll be gone absolutely it'll be a thing of the history books and we'll all most likely forget about it and we all just need to take a deep breath at this time and just look at the big picture going on. Which honestly could benefit us a lot more than just worrying about the task at hand. Yeah, we like you said, the big picture is, a, is something that we really should have in our scopes. Um, I mean, my school is looking at it as what, what's going to happen with fall semester. What are we going to do with... Uh, with classes right now, what's summer term going to look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bigger question is, what's this mean for, you know, online school? You know, we've we've done trial and error with Zoom. We've done trial and error with take-home tests, right? And now, you know, you have to fail in order to improve, right? Mm-hmm. So that, I'm using school as my example because that's the most recent thing that I've actually, you know, done right looking at businesses if you're a retail store you can't your main customer base being the customers that come into your store they're gone so what are you going to do um if you're a restaurant that doesn't do takeout what are you doing now are you modifying your menu right so and i just i read a recent article and they're saying how a lot of restaurants who have never done takeout have sworn against takeout they're saying, look, even after this this COVID-19 thing, we're probably going to keep doing this. Not right. because we're trying to save our restaurant, because this is the way to go, you know? So um, right. it, 
I think while this is not necessarily the best of times, it really causes us to reflect and, and, and ask ourselves, how are we doing things and how can we change them in the future? You know, so going back to missionary work, right? So how can we, are we going to stop doing the things that we're currently doing during this pandemic when it's over? Will, you, will we still be doing these music musicals? Will we still be doing podcasts? Will we still be doing these things, right? I mean, we've right. seen the outreach they have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. right. So. No, I think definitely we're going we're gonna to keep doing these things. This is definitely what I, I see the future as, is just utilizing technology to its, its fullest potential. Um, and we've seen that <clears throat> when we do use technology, <clears throat> sorry, um, we reach a lot more people than we would otherwise like knocking people's doors. Uh, people are also more receptive to it because you know they're they're not forced to uh, to see your face at a door. <laughs> they can like choose to uh, you know. And the to, thing is, we're doing this at a relative length. They're averaged at around twenty minutes. So it's nothing like too long. It's about an episode of one of your favorite TV shows, maybe even less, because yeah. that includes commercials. But this has no commercials. Right. And that's probably one of the best things that we can offer people that are trying to get like a good insight on what we're trying to teach. Because these podcasts is a very non-confrontational way to communicate with members and non-members alike. They're also non-committal. You say non-confrontational, which is extremely important. And I would add to that non-committal. So those who are on the fence, who are a little timid, mm-hmm. this is extremely, this is an extremely welcoming source. Right. Yeah. If they want to learn more, but they're a little shy coming to you or going to one of their member friends, you know, they would use this as an outlet, right? Or they use this as a source rather. So I think this is an extremely useful tool and something that, with time, will not only improve you know, we'll, we'll gain popularity as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's really one of the big things where hope plays a part into it. Because with hope, it's a driving force. Hope, in this case, would be used to help find your answer, to mm-hmm. actively try to seek out and look for the answer that you're too scared of mm-hmm. speaking up for. Yeah, I think, you know, while people are stuck indoors all day, they're going to have a lot of time to reflect and ponder. Um, and that reflecting and ponder, pondering will, will lead them to the gospel. It'll lead them to hoping and uh, hoping for a better life. And uh, they'll start to look at <clears throat> all the, uh, the things in their life that they'd like to change and, and improve on and stuff like that. And that's, that's where the gospel comes in. That's what attracts people to it is that they find uh, hope in it. Absolutely. Now, here's the question. What's the difference between hope and faith? Yeah, well, that's, sure uh, that's a, a really good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the way I've always seen it is that faith is a very action-oriented word. And so if you believe it, then you do it. And uh, you take actions to, uh, I guess, show your faith. And then hope is like the mindset. And you need a, both hope and faith. And if you just have hope, then you have no actions, and it's not going to do a whole lot for you. And if all you, all you have is faith, um, then you're just doing actions without any, uh, well, without any hope of them actually being accomplished. And when you have hope and faith, um, then you're positive, you're optimistic, you, you have confidence in yourself, you have confidence in God, and uh, hope and faith together will uh, will move mountains for sure. 
Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%. In my opinion, my belief that it's, it's hope, hope is hope. Like I can, I can get on this little tiny table here. It's not that big. It's like maybe a foot and a half, two feet off the ground. Um, for those of you who can't see it. Um, and I could say, I hope that you can, I, I can, I can just say, I can get on this table and say, I hope you can catch me and then get off the table. Okay. Well, that's great. I, I said, I, I hope, I hope it, right. I, I, I believe it, but faith would be saying, I hope you can catch me and then falling on you, testing that hope. Right. So faith is, as you said, Elder Pugh, that action, it's an action word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there, you know, you, you can have hope, in my opinion, you can have hope without faith, but you cannot have faith, faith without, without hope. hope. Yeah. Right. No, that's absolutely true. They're both uh, essential uh, to, uh, to fulfilling whatever, uh, whatever desires we have. Absolutely. And when we do have faith and hope, I think uh, that's what's going to get us through these trials that we face now, especially like this, this whole quarantine. Uh, it's causing people to kind of lose hope in a sense, you know, it's making them kind of, uh, I want to say, kind of depressed. <laughs> oh, no, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, depression manifests itself in different ways, and, you know, that's a really, that's a really, I don't want to say slippery slope, but that's a really deep topic, you know. We, we can go all day about it, right? Anxiety and all that. Yeah. Um, I mean, f- for me, d- depression in this time was really, you know, it was different. It was just like sitting in my bed, doing absolutely nothing, right? Usually, I like to get out. I like to do stuff, but now it's like I had no motivation to do anything. Right. Right. Uh, I guess there's no driving force behind be, behind it. Right. Um, so, how how does that relate with what we've been talking about? With whenever I remember my dad the other day, I was like, talking to him about my finals and how you know concerned I am. I'm like I'm on the I'm, I'm on the brink of of a B in one class. And I really need that A. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, telling him like dad i'm really worried and he you know he just brought up he, he brought up uh scriptures right and n- nothing in particular is just like you know read read the scriptures and it'll be okay right uh or just they'll they'll give you this confidence they'll give you this boost and uh, i did and there's nothing profound that i read i'm not going to say oh, i flipped the book of mormon over and it was like some crazy verse right i just you know i, I read and it caused me to ponder on the general topic of the gospel of jesus christ it's it's all of this, it's, it's hope, it's faith, it's, it's, it's all, all of these things combined, you know, the Holy Ghost enduring to the end, right? Um, if we want to get into it, baptism and all that, right? But what I'm trying to get at here is if you look at all these things for what they are at face value, uh, regardless of what your stance on religion is, you'll see that all of these things have a common theme, a common non religious thing, common secular theme, and that's self-improvement, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if you have this faith, you want to be- get better, you know? So some people would call that <clears throat> self-improvement, some people call that repentance, right? Depending mm-hmm. on your on your level of, you know, religiousness and yeah. spiritualness, right? Spirituality. So looking at that, I was looking at it, just like thinking, well, what does this have to do with with my with my situation right now? It is entirely up to me to pick up a textbook and start reading. Nothing is stopping me. Uh, it's that I- inner voice, right? In, in German, it's called your inner pig dog saying, oh, don't do it. You know, <laughs> eat, 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 eat that extra donut when you're on a, di- when you're on a diet, right? Um, and so, but the gospel of Jesus Christ really causes us to reflect and say, well, 
No, I, I have the strength to do this. I have the internal strength. And it gives you that confidence. So Christofferson, as you said. Mm -hmm. And that's what's been getting me through these times is this, this inner drive to be better, to do better, and this hope that I can and will be better in maybe the next day or the next week or month or year. doesn't matter. Exactly. Absolutely. I think that's, that's just super profound, you know. I think that's exactly what enduring to the end is, is, is having that faith and the hope and that desire to change. And the way I've always seen it is it's kind of like a race that you, uh, that you take. You're racing, but you're not racing against anyone in particular except for yourself. And on this race, you know, it's the race of life. We're all going to get down on ourselves uh, at one point or another. But so long as we don't give up in this race, it doesn't matter how fast we go. We can go at a slow crawl or we can go, uh, we can go at a sprint. As long as we don't give up, that's how you endure to the end, is that you just keep going mm -hmm. and you don't, you don't turn back, you don't give up, and then you'll win the race. Absolutely. And that's actually just very important in that aspect. Because that's one of the things that I recently learned as we've been teaching um, some of our friends and um, telling lessons to our members is just that the race to the end is not exactly a race. It's more of a hike. There'll be high points, there'll be low points, and you're not. it's not a competition. As long as you don't back down, you don't turn back early, and don't stop. As long as you are moving forward, you are progressing, you are learning, you are constantly finding new things, and upon that, you are succeeding. Yeah, absolutely. I guess uh, I'd just like to bear my testimony that I know that the gospel of Jesus Christ is something that can help us not only endure, but to find joy and lasting happiness as we go through, <clears throat> as we go through life, because life will be difficult at times, but, uh, but the gospel can help us get through those difficult times. Yeah, I just want to piggyback on that. Uh, we, we've discussed some pretty profound things today, some pretty heavy stuff. Um, Elder Christofferson, you mentioned how Enduring to the end is a lot like a hike, and I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, now, everyone has different mindsets pertaining to hiking. Some people don't do it. Mm -hmm. uh, some people do it gladly, and those, those who do it gladly will have different methods of doing it, right? Mm -hmm. um, myself, personally, whenever I, I go up a hill, I, I look at the ground, right? And I hate doing that because it like ruins your posture, you know, and you kind of, you're, you're looking at one, you're looking at the static ground for the whole time and you, you don't see where you are, you don't see your progress. Um, but I found that whenever I, I lift my head up uh, and look at where I'm going, I, I go faster, right? And the weight on my back is a lot lighter. This, there's a lot of physiological reasons for this, right? Uh, psychologically, though, is I'm, I see my end goal, and it's 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 attainable. I see it. It's not it's not a concept. When you look at the ground, you don't see the top of the hill. You're looking at the ground. So for you, it's just a concept of, oh, you know, I will eventually get to the top, right? Um, and that's what 
in my belief and in my in my experiences, that's the benefit of having faith in Jesus Christ, having a testimony of his gospel, is you can see the top of the hill. You can see the top of the mountain. Um, you're not. You're no longer walking with your head facing down. You're 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 walking upright, shoulders back, better breathing, better posture, better weight distribution, center of gravity, whatever the science is. But more importantly, you are looking at your goal, and no matter how quickly you're marching, how or how slowly you're hiking, you're still progressing, and you can see how close or how far you are, and you can pace yourself. And then when you eventually make it, you've witnessed quite literally the entire journey instead of looking at the ground and missing it all and your surroundings. And for me, that's just such a beautiful aspect of it is the gospel of Jesus Christ, when implemented well in our lives, allows us not only to endure to the end, but enjoy to the end. And that's actually the little invitation I would like to leave with everybody right before we finish up this wonderful podcast. Um, the invitation I would like to leave is to continue to exercise hope throughout our daily life. It's a simple little thing. Um, it may be harder for others because it's just how it is sometimes. And especially during this time, it could be a lot more difficult. Everybody's feeling a little depressed, very groggy, tired, or frustrated. And just that constant exercise of hope and enduring to the end joyfully, honestly, will go a very, very long way. And I can bear my testimony that I know that these things are true. And that I know that if you put your faith in God and you hope for a better outcome, and you endure to the end with joy in your heart, that you will be blessed and you'll be able to overcome any trial that is put before you. And we say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for coming on to our podcast today, Stas. Yeah, thank you for giving me a reason to leave the house. <laughs> here, no here. <laughs> and, well, that wraps it up for today's podcast. Thank you all for listening in. And remember... True and lasting happiness is found in the gospel. I'm Elder Christofferson. I'm Elder Pugh. And I'm Stas Allen. And we are signing off. Till next time. Bye now. <laughs>